0: Hi, Steve here. I don't know if you've seen this story, but if you haven't, I want you to see it now because this is what these people in these positions are doing and wanting to do to you and your family. I could say it's evil, but I don't need to because you can see for yourself that it's about total control over you and your families.
1: The judge has ruled for guardianship of this four-month-old baby to be placed into the court so that its heart surgery can proceed as soon as possible. Four-month-old Will has a rare heart disease. His parents, Samantha and Cole, lost custody of him because they were not willing to accept blood from vaccinated donors with the spike protein. They found their own donors, which is allowed, but they were denied. And they provided evidence that the experimental spike protein stays in the blood of the vaccinated for at least 14 days. An experimental spike protein which is killing people and causing heart problems primarily with young males, just like Will. But it was ignored. The New Zealand government locked the three of them under police guard in a hospital room.
2: They're coming against God and God's will, and, and they're coming against Will. You know, that's our baby's name, our baby's name's Will, and, and he, he's really important.
0: It's not over, you know, everyone needs to continue to stand and stand with us and fight, because uh, this is just the beginning. Um, it's not over.
1: And at around 11 p.m. last night, masked police came into the room and took Will away. The New Zealand government has now kidnapped this young child and plan to immediately operate on him specifically using the tainted blood of the vaccinated blood that we know will most likely have the spike protein that has been killing people people much older and healthier than 4-month-old Will who needs our help you guys are criminals <laughs> please you realize i need that you're to believe be and a
2: criminal conviction. Yes, no, you, no you no, do not need
1: to do the operation. No, you do not.
2: Jude, please
1: can I just go down no, with
0: him? What's really sad is that the people with the wealth, the people with all the great wealth and those who control industry, food, Real estate, banks, they've just formed an end time conglomeration to do what they want. And I hate to say the word, so I won't. I hate to tell you what's coming, so I won't. But it was all prophesied in God's word. Everything that's coming about, we've been forewarned about and now we're seeing it come to pass. Our food supply has greatly been destroyed, which means more hardship and higher prices for everyone who can even afford to buy things that they used to easily be able to afford. Not only that, but the chemicals that are being used all over the food supplies are having another effect and it all leads Yeah, back to that same word that I won't say. It's their plan, but it's not God's plan. The things that are being sprayed on us and all over this world are having a lot of negative effects.
2: The H5N1 bird flu has set a new record this year, resulting in the death of over 53 million birds in the US. However, these deaths are not all attributed to the bird flu. In fact, the overwhelming majority is from proactively culling, the killing of farm animals to prevent an outbreak in the first place, leading many to worry about our future food supply in the US. The H5N1 detection and proactive culling has extended to 46 states, according to a report from the US Department of Agriculture. The report also says that the number of U.S. states affected in 2022 is more than double the number of states that were affected in 2015, the previously largest bird flu outbreak year on record. 1.8 million chickens are to be executed in Nebraska, after already culling 6.8 million farm birds. In Iowa, 15.5 million birds have been culled this year, and in Maryland, recent infections have led to the killing of 24,000 birds, based on only 22 samples from 22 birds that tested positive for the bird flu. Although the CDC has tracked the health of more than 5,000 people with exposures to bird flu virus infected birds, only one positive human case has been reported this entire year. So, the real danger with bird flu isn't human transmission as much as it is a food supply issue. Because millions of farm raised birds, chickens, turkeys, geese, etc., are killed in mass to proactively avoid an outbreak. But is it worth it? How effective is this method? In the United Kingdom, half of the free-range turkeys produced for Christmas have been killed, 600,000 out of 1.3 million. And the government has ordered a bird pandemic lockdown, forcing all poultry and captive birds in England to be kept indoors, since H5N1 is thought to originate with wild birds. Free-range chicken eggs are expected to run out by March, as supermarkets have already begun rationing egg boxes. Because the chickens are being ordered by the government to stay indoors, after 16 weeks, the eggs they produce can no longer be marked as free-range. The bird flu has had 257 confirmed cases in birds since October of 2021, growing more frequent in 2022. The number of precautiously cold birds far exceeds the number of infected birds, and even further exceeds the number of deaths from infection in these birds. Again, we are killing our own food supply, not the bird flu. However, the bird flu is wreaking havoc in the wild. For example, in Peru, several beaches were found to be littered with the carcasses of over 5,000 pelicans who had contracted H5N1. In response, Peru followed the extreme example set by the US and UK, slaughtering more than 37,000 chickens, setting a worldwide precedent for chicken culling. Just like with COVID, the solution to the bird flu problem seems to be worse than the infectious disease itself, and results in way more deaths than would have occurred from a true outbreak, similar to the deaths caused by COVID shots and pandemic lockdowns. Americans especially should prepare for even more price inflation with eggs, chicken, and turkey. Fill your freezer if if you can, and please pray for the future of this country's food supply. <laughs> Professor Shauna Swan, one of the world's leading environmental and reproductive epidemiologists, predicts that by 2050, men around the world on average will have almost zero level sperm counts, while the above average men that do produce sperm will be so few in count and concentration that they will be functionally infertile anyway. On November 15th, a 2017 review was updated and republished that analyzed 223 papers and three 30, studies from between 1973 and 2018, analyzing sperm samples of a combined 57,000 men across 53 countries and all continents. They concluded that, quote, sperm concentration declined appreciably between 1973 and 2018. The mean sperm concentration declined by 51.6%. Not only that, but they also realized, quote, data suggests that this worldwide decline is continuing in the 21st century at an accelerated pace. Total sperm counts have dropped 62.3% since 1973, from 104 million to 49 million sperm per milliliter. It truly is a sperm apocalypse. Decline in North America, Europe, and Australia is mirrored in South and Central America, Asia, and Africa. So what are these populations being exposed to in almost equal distribution that is causing sperm counts and concentration to significantly decline? The Journal of Medical Virology published a study on July 1st of 2022 titled, Investigation of the effect of COVID-19 on sperm count, motility, and morphology. They found that, quote, the sperm concentration of the COVID-19 negative men was significantly higher than that of the men in the COVID-19 group. But obviously, dropping sperm counts can't be completely blamed on COVID. It's due to a symphony of hormone disruptors and chemical sterilants. The European Union has identified more than 50 pesticide active ingredients as endocrine disruptors. These have the ability to interfere with glands, lower the production of testosterone, as well as limit the overall development of sexual organs, which would prevent and limit sperm production. Chemicals such as phthalates, which have long been used to make plastic soft and flexible, and bisphenol A, also known as BPA, which is used in the production of hard plastic bottles, can disrupt humans' hormonal and reproductive systems, especially at the early stages of development. There are BPA epoxy resins that coat the insides of almost all metal food cans, bottle tops, and even water supply pipes, while phthalates are used in almost all soft plastic, packaging. So to recap, in food production, pesticides that disrupt hormones are sprayed on our crops. Not only that, but then when those crops are processed and packaged, they're delivered to the consumer in phthalate and BPA-coated containers that also aid in the disruption of human hormones. If the pesticide-tainted food didn't get you, then the liquids you drink from BPA plastic bottles will ensure you get a deadly dose of endocrine disruptors. But even if you go completely organic and only drink from glass bottles, don't think that you'll save all those sperm just yet. In a a recent study titled, Scientific Evidence Invalidates Health Assumptions Underlying Exposure Limit Determinations for Radiofrequency Radiation, it states, quote, Human and animal studies have shown that the testes is one of the most sensitive organs to radio frequency and electromagnetic frequency exposures, and that keeping a mobile phone in trouser pockets can affect fertility parameters, such as sperm motility, sperm count, and it can even fragment the DNA of sperm. Recent studies have also found that on a genetic level, the Y chromosome in human human males is degenerating over time, and could completely disappear on this trajectory. This conclusion is based on observing DNA of men living today compared to that of the past. So is the extinction of men just another side effect of our toxic world? From COVID to pesticides, plastic packaging, and radio frequency radiation, all of these factors are affecting men's hormonal activity around the world. And clearly, no place is safe from the poisons of globalization, since the spermageddon trend is happening on every continent. The question isn't whether or not men are becoming more and more infertile over time. The question is, has this all been done by careless mistake? By an accidental poisoning of our environment and bodies? Or are men being chemically castrated on purpose as part of a depopulation agenda?
0: I've been telling people about this product that I use. It's called Advanced TRS by Cosiva. Now, what is this? It's simply a product to help you detox your body from the nanoparticle level, which is almost everything that's being sprayed on us now. Everything you see in the sky coming out of these jet engines and leaving these trails that are not contrails at all. There's no contrail about this. These are dumping geoengineered toxins on our bodies. And this is one of the ways that you can detox it at the nanocellular level. So go to thinkaboutit.cosiva.com and find out more, learn all about it, and then get some for yourself. This stuff works.